Buenos dias, this is the Rorschach Argentina update from Thursday, the 6th of May, 2021. Coming at you with 10 minutes of the big stuff going on in Argentina. Let's start with some much-needed news from the Transport Ministry. On Monday the 3rd, President Alberto Fernandez swore in Alexis Guerrera as Argentina's new transport minister after the tragic death of his predecessor, Mario Meoni, who was involved in a road traffic accident on the 23rd of April. The tragedy couldn't have come at a worse time. Argentina's soybean and corn harvests are in full swing, but farmers are struggling to ship their crops through the increasingly shallow rivers. One of the world's key soy waterways needs to be dredged, and since the contract with the corresponding company was set to expire on the 30th of April, there has been no clear plan for who will do it. Even though policymakers continue to work under instructions left by the late minister, a replacement was urgent. Now, 50-year-old Guerrera has been promoted from his role as president of the state-owned rail construction company Trenes Argentinos Infraestructura, He vowed to expand rights in line with the political decisions of the government, emphasizing the need for a present state that controls and oversees transport operations. Now, for those of you thinking about investing in real estate, Argentina's real estate companies are starting to operate with cryptocurrencies. That's right. You can now buy a house with Bitcoin. In fact, pioneering e-commerce platform in Latin America, Mercado Libre, which recently opened up a section for buying and selling properties, now has several properties listed from seven different real estate agencies that accept this cryptocurrency as a payment method. Considering the strict currency controls in the country, it's no surprise that more people are investing in Bitcoin and other currencies. The real estate companies are not blind to the benefits it could bring to them. Besides, it's an effective way to get around Argentina's paradoxical real estate system in which all properties are sold in the same foreign currency that the government is imposing limits on obtaining U.S. dollars. But if you're hoping to rent in Buenos Aires City, now may not be the best time to plan a move. According to a survey carried out by Argentina's top online real estate platform, Zona Pro, rent prices have continued to increase since the new rental law that was enacted in April. In all Buenos Aires neighborhoods, a rise of more than 50% was registered compared to last year, with Puerto Madero being the most expensive area, followed by Nunez. Currently, an average apartment with two rooms and 50 square meters costs 36,000 pesos per month, while a unit with three rooms and 70 square meters is rented for 50,000 pesos. Speaking of homes, you may have to stay inside yours longer than you expected. On Friday the 30th, President Fernandez announced a three-week extension of anti-COVID measures. The previous restrictions, which were set to expire by the end of last month, will remain in place until at least the 21st of May. Although Mayor Horacio Rodriguez Larreta didn't push back against the extension, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of City Hall in the education dispute on Tuesday the 4th. This confirms that City Hall has the right to decide whether in-person classes in the capital should continue. This is a major victory for the city mayor, a key leader from the opposition, who introduced a mixed modality scheme in which infant and primary level education continue with in-person classes, while secondary school students 
learned through a mixed school attendance and remote learning system. The numbers seem to be slightly dropping after the tightening of restrictions, but the health system is still under a lot of pressure. As winter approaches, respiratory illnesses in general are expected to peak, which only increases existing concerns about ICU occupancy. In total, Argentina has surpassed 3 million confirmed cases of COVID-19. With the growing demand, the health ministry announced on Thursday the 29th that it will freeze the price of medical oxygen for 90 days while instructing liquid oxygen producers to prioritize the healthcare system. Last December, a law passed by the Senate approved the so-called solidarity contribution by Argentinians whose assets exceed 200 million pesos, which is about 2.1 million U.S. dollars. The measure targeted the richest of Argentina's 45 million inhabitants, seeking to raise money to buy medical supplies to fight COVID-19. This week, the federal tax authority, AFIP, confirmed that the one-off COVID wealth tax has brought in 2.3 billion U.S. dollars so far. Hopefully, this will be used wisely. Regarding vaccines, the Agency for the Promotion of Research, Technological Development, and Innovation said Argentina is expected to be self-sufficient next year in vaccine production. On that note... On Monday the 3rd, Minister of Health Carlo Visotti raised this possibility to British Ambassador Mark Kent of finishing the packaging processes required by AstraZeneca vaccines produced in the country. This would mean producing 100% of the entire thing in the country as part of the process is already being carried out in Argentina. But until then, a new shipment of 650,000 Sputnik V vaccines arrived on Friday the 30th Citizens over the age of 60 are now eligible to receive their first shot. Another thing you may be eligible for, regardless of age, is one of the 16,000 new positions that the Argentina platform Mercado Libre is planning to open this year. According to company staff, the e-commerce powerhouse will double its workforce across Latin American region to handle the surge in online purchases. The company grew exponentially since the start of the pandemic, their market value peaked in January at around 100 billion U.S. dollars. Also in line with new opportunities, University of Mar de Plata's Faculty of Health Sciences and Social Work will teach a short course created by prisoners, the first of its kind in Spanish. The course will focus on the complexity of the prison system from a critical but also productive point of view with disruptive and deconstructive proposals about the classic prison. The short course will start on the 11th of May and will be managed by the inmates themselves. For anyone interested in the debates on prison paradigms and confinement, you can head on over to the Universidad de Mar de Plata's official website to save your virtual seat. While on the topic of the justice system, on Friday the 30th, an expert panel convened by Argentina's public prosecutor concluded that late football legend Diego Maradona had received inadequate, deficient, and reckless medical care in the lead-up to his death on the 25th of November. Great Guardian article about that that we'll put in the show notes. Ever since his passing, both family and fans have been expressing their discomfort with how the situation played out and increasing suspicion about the intentions of the medical team responsible for the former footballer's care. They were not wrong. The medical team's decision to send him home after undergoing brain surgery for a blood clot affected the final outcome, and there are signs that they ignore clear evidence 
of the risk to his life hours before his death. And since we're speaking of local icons, anyone who's been to Buenos Aires is familiar with its popular landmark, the Obelisk, or El Obelisco. This month, the capital's tallest monument is undergoing much-needed cleaning and restoration work ahead of its 85th birthday. It's hoped that the work will be completed the first half of May, depending on weather and evolution of the coronavirus pandemic. El Obelisco was not always popular with residents. In fact, there was so much initial resistance to the monument that three years after its inauguration, the city authorities sanctioned its demolition, a decision that was finally vetoed by the city's mayor at the time. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app to be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Argentina. Also, if you want to share any big news or events with us, be sure to let us know. We may even put them in the show. You can email us at podcast at rorschach.com. Nos vemos. Thank you.